0: hello hi ria hi porva do we just start a pod yeah dude i think we did welcome back
1: to after 21 ria how have you been it's been uh it's been a while crocodile
0: yeah it's been a while um it's been really good honestly i think it was like a very well-deserved and well-needed break for me And what about you
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the break came in at a perfect timing because it's so ironic that we're starting this month off with mental health because we definitely prioritized mental health in the month of April because both of us were hitting a point of burnout, a point of no creative, you know, flexibility. We were just bored. And uh, I think we quickly realized that that was going against the ethos of the pod. So we needed a a breather.
0: Like not even on any level of it this being purposeful but i think it was a great growth mental health month for yes. each of us and ironically now we get to talk about it but i promise this was not planned as much as it seems like it was
1: it's not it's not and like you know what the best part and this is something we can like totally give the audience an intro about uh but both of us I'm so proud of us for taking a break, but we've also done a couple bits of reflecting. This is a takeaway even before we started the episode, but a bit of reflecting, a bit yeah. of tweaking into the process moving forward. But Ria, do you want to enlighten the audience
0: of what's going to happen post Mental Health May? So we are actually going to be changing our structure a little bit. Um, We went back to kind of square one of what the podcast was all about, the reasons we started it, and how we really wanted to go about this. And we're no longer going to be doing our typical themed months or really have kind of a cadence with it. Um, We'll keep you on your toes. We'll keep you guessing about what what we're going to talk about. But we're going to keep it a little bit more organic to just like topics that have either come up in our lives with our friends or like things that even we hear from you guys via Instagram and also just continuously bring on guests here or there that we find interesting and think have different things to tell us as 20-something-year-olds navigating life. This is
1: actually stemming from a lot of your requests as well because people have always been like, can you do this? Can you talk about this? But we've never had the flexibility to incorporate those into our episodes because we've pretty much like bounded ourselves with like a four episode month theme so now we just feel like a, a weight has been lifted off our shoulders and we feel more at ease so uh with that out of the way uh let's get into this month's theme which is mental health may everything about this month is pretty much
0: similar to how we've done it before. With the exception of we have a lot of guests, a lot of different points of view. Um, yeah. So we're really excited to bring that to you guys because mental health is also something that is like so subjective to each person. You can never hear enough about someone's journey because you just don't know how it will affect you.
1: Yeah. And and the fact that we're also both not certified like shrinks or people in the making, this is just kind of like 20 something year old's perspective. It was a great idea to bring more people to enlighten you guys. So in today's episode, we're actually gonna hit the spot or brief the, the first episode of this month with like the general 20 something themes that we've seen evolve in the space of mental health. I mean, to even start this off, mental health wasn't a thing when we were in freshman year of college, right Rhea?
0: super ironically like now it's where we're so open and talkative about and like the first thing everyone tells you is like hey you should go to therapy like yep. it is such an open topic ironically actually that I had someone at work she and she has been so open she's like oh I have therapy every Tuesdays 11 30 to 12 30 so if there's a meeting during that time I can't come and I was like like what this is just like so casual like not only am I in therapy it's every week and it's during this time, there's a meeting, I can't come. Like
1: I remember my first year of college too. I think most of us for the lack, we're, we're, we're all so naive when we start off college, we have no idea about the pressures that we go through. And as someone who's grown up in an Indian household, I love my parents, but what I learned out of their, you know, culture that they said at home was that I need to be the best in nothing but the best and failure is not an option so I kind of carried that through college as well and I didn't know how I was stressing myself out with the expectations and then when I boom got out of college and started like having more time to lead my life and and lead the adulthood way I started figuring out that I was not being kind to myself and I was not being you know i was just not being empathetic to myself um and, and that kind of triggered the whole like mental health process in me.
0: I think a lot of times when you are either intentionally or intentionally brought up in like a strive for the best type of environment, we as just like human beings take it a lot further. And I can completely relate to you. Maybe this is why we're friends in terms of like just being so much of like failure isn't an option. You have to be like this. You have to be doing this. And you lose the kindness or you like you lose sight of understanding what you are or what you're yeah. doing because you're always like but it's not the best but it's not the best but it's not the best
1: it doesn't change the fact that your environment and the society you live in kind of shapes your thinking because even now at 24 i'm back home and that constant pressure of expectations that i have for myself and that the society kind of has a few but doesn't openly say it ha- haunts me you know I feel like I'm choking every time yeah. and it, it drives that stress in my brain and and uh, clearly you can see a stress boil like this I have no makeup this with
0: is- you. well mine's actually a scar I picked at it and now it's become a scar so don't pick <laughs> your yeah. pimples when you have mental issues Anyways. yeah <laughs>
1: knowing our mentality, we are going to keep rewinding and keep replaying what they say in our heads. And that's going to drive us off the cliff.
0: We're in this time of our lives when we're experiencing a lot when it comes to like career growth, self growth, like just a whole plethora of things. And sometimes those like times when you feel like you're at the edge of it is actually when you're about to like rise from the ashes type of moment. And it's hard to remember that this is just the beginning it's in no capacity like the end and I feel like people have been saying that to us like all of our lives like in high school people say it's just high school don't worry about it it'll go it'll like pass it'll pass it'll pass but I think this is when we're starting to like feel emotions from all over the place you're like we're hitting our mid-20s you're getting ready for potentially like the next stage of your life so it's like a it's a very big like learn and rise moment? One of the biggest
1: takeaways here is there are expectations that you put on yourself, obviously, because we are in that rat race and there's no running away from expectations. But I think with mental health, you know, it's very important to understand that everything is a learning curve or a learning lesson, as opposed to some sort of a pressure cooker moment, because then you are taking it by your stride and moving forward, as opposed to like setting yourself up back behind the bench.
0: So like a huge part of mental health is also, I think being aware of yourself. And like, at the end of the day, you know yourself best. So like, you know, when something is starting to like unravel in your brain. And I will actually say that I think it speaks volumes for the type of person that Apoorva and I both are, that we kind of actually did be like, something is unraveling. We need to hit a pause. We're both at very interesting places in our lives and we paused and we both have gone through, I would say quite a mental health journey over this past month in terms of like understanding ourselves, understanding like what to do as we go forward. And I know personally, like I have spent countless hours when I say countless hours I mean more than I ever would have thought like journaling this past yeah. month like I have started to journal once every weekend and like talk things out with myself a little bit more and start to meditate for at least five to ten minutes every single day and I've seen a really big awareness or um, self-awareness increase where I was like wait a second like I can talk to myself As a friend, and I can catch myself before certain things happen, um, which is one of the things that led to our podcast completely restructuring.
1: No, I think the podcast is a great example to kind of bring about this point because, like, you know, when we talk about expectations, we didn't have expectations when we started off. Just like all of us start off in life, you just start with things and you run with it, especially in your 20s. And then once you start building, Things up you build your expectations very similar to this podcast as we started building content our expectations of what we wanted from the podcast just kind of like grew in different ways what it meant for each other and there came a time where we started I don't want to say choke because that's a very strong word but started falling prey to these expectations we started looking at stats we started looking at the content we were putting out and then we started you know kind of faltering in our friendship and our relationship and the way we spoke to each other. And I'm so glad Rhea brought in this point of awareness because it takes work in life in general too, to like own up to yourself that something is going wrong. And and both of us had actively in the past as well practiced kind of self-awareness and writing things down and really nipping things in the butt before it goes radioactive. So both of us had a conversation i remember and ria just said pause and I, every time ria says pause i'm like okay this is a conversation we're going to have and and she just said look it's not all rainbows and sunshine like i'm not enjoying this and the second she said that that was kind of like okay this is not going the way it's supposed to go because this is the point of this was to enjoy the process so we took the pause because yeah. we we were so aware that we were not enjoying it and now we're back and I feel like we have fresher energy and and just more yeah, rejuvenated yeah. right
0: I mean I think one more thing I'll say with mental health is like there's definitely one thing about being self-aware but self-awareness comes in like multiple different forms yeah and for me I think I felt a lot of different stress coming from just different angles of life like it was multiple different things and I was like just something is not sitting right with like me myself and I and I I need to figure this out. And I need to figure out a way to give myself time for this because like a lot of 20 something year olds, I felt like I was like in a rat race trying to like establish certain things for myself and very hard on myself. And I was just like, I need to pause or my brain is not gonna be able to figure something out. But that was one way of awareness. And another way of awareness is also just like communicating things as you feel them or as you see certain things happening. And Apoorva, I think, I don't even know if you realized this, but she was communicating a certain level of like mental health awareness as well. Whether it was just like, oh, I like telling me verbally, like I'm stressed about XYZ or like for us, our friend has always meant a lot and we've always been each other's like confidants. And I started hearing from her, like, like we were talking all the time, but she was like, we haven't talked as friends. I need like, I need to talk to you as my friend, like. We needed a time to be able to be friends and we weren't able to get that connection with each other, which to me also was like red flag. This like podcast was supposed to be an extension of our friendship. Wow. So it was kind of a different level of communication around awareness. So I think that's just another takeaway is like mental health awareness comes in multiple different ways and it's yeah. good to be cognizant and try to be a little bit aware for lack of a better term of what that is going to be.
1: 100% I think like what the two buzzwords that I'm hearing here is pause and communicate like those are the two, two things we want to tell you it's not easy again like everyone has a different degree of men, their mental health journey but when you do realize that shit's hitting the fence take a pause whether that's a breath whether that's taking a day off whether that's taking a week off a month off just like we did take a pause and then start effectively communicating. Obviously your parents are the first line of defense, but if you're too nervous to talk to them, talk to your friends, talk to your best friend.
0: This is one takeaway for anybody who feels like they might be in a place where they want to pause, but they don't know how to communicate it. It's like the people who care about you, when you tell them you need to pause and explain why, they will understand because they care about you. And nine times out of 10, because they care about you, they've probably actually seen the buildup happening in you too. But obviously no one is gonna come and tell you like, oh, hey, you're not doing okay. But actually, I don't know if you remember this Apoora, but the morning of our conversation, I act one of the things I told her is I woke up that morning and I looked in the mirror and I was like I don't look good something that is that resonates
1: with me so much I know yeah I was like
0: I mean we've already admitted that we have not always been the kindest of to ourselves so, so yeah. I flat out looked in the mirror and I, was like, I look ugly yeah And I was like I didn't look like that a little bit ago and I thought back and as the last time that I was like, I felt like I looked ugly was a time where I was not doing very well mental health wise. So I was like, I recognized a sign and I sat down and I just like wrote probably for like two or three hours. And then we ironically had a podcast just like call that night. And I was like, first of all, I was so happy to show my friend, look at the product. It was like, here's page one, two, three, (laughs) four. (laughs) But it like led us to a really great conversation. So I think like the takeaway here is like your body also shows awareness. So like take signs from what your body is saying, whether that's look, whether that's like how you feel, it could be the amount of sleep your body is asking for, but like pick up on those slight signs that your body is giving you press pause when you need the pause and then communicate to the right people that you need the pause. Yeah. Yeah there is such a negative connotation of people talking to themselves. Like like there's like this almost like society perception that talking to yourself is crazy, but it's so powerful. Like I, when I journal, I am basically talking to myself.
1: I do this a lot. I did this last night as well. I was really upset over um, something that happened in my personal life. So I looked and I do this so often. I used to do it even when I used to play squash, I looked straight at the mirror You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, that's the first time you really look at yourself. Just like Rhea was saying, she was looking in the mirror and she felt ugly. I feel like the mirror is such a powerful tool if you make it, because I looked at the mirror and I was like, wow, I'm looking at myself for the first time and I stuck my hand out and I said, you got to get your shit together. You know, what's going on? You know, this is just a test that the universe is throwing at you and you will figure this out. And I was just like manifesting powerful words. And it's so either when you write it, you're reiterating it to yourself. When you're saying it out loud to yourself in the mirror, you're doing the exact same thing, but it's essentially just like building hope for yourself and building some sort of, I guess, light when there's so much darkness around
0: you. You can see a difference, like you know yourself the best and whether you're like staring at yourself and giving yourself a pep talk or whatever it is, it's like you need a way to communicate with yourself is what I'm hearing.
1: Okay, guys. So I know if you're probably hearing this episode and you're like, this is all chirpy and and optimistic. Sure, mental health is about kind of preaching in a way, kind of being kinder to yourself. But we don't want to disregard how intense that process can be. Like for those minutes or hours, you feel like time is going by really slowly. And I've been through something very similar, like days are tough it's not all rosy. And that's kind of another big takeaway that I want to highlight that we cannot disregard any person's journey with mental health in any way, shape or form. As a friend, as a family member, as someone who's going through it, don't ever disregard it because that is the number one problem with how people deal with mental health is like, ah, it's just a bad day. Just let it go. But it's not, it's not, there's genuine reasonings for everybody's issues. It can be super small to you as a third person, but it might be super large to the other person. So
0: I will actually say, I think I have found a feat like that. uh, Some of my friends are really good with doing that into practice. And I've learned a lot from them. Um, So like I had a friend who she was just like a, she has opened up to me so I've opened up to her kind of thing and I had mentioned to her that like I don't know what is going on but like I'm having some kind of like inner conflict with myself and she called me and she's like if you want to talk about it would you like to talk and we kind of talked about it and she was like well I think you're having like xyz like this certain problem and or one of the problems I guess I can just say I was having is I was like I'm trying to almost like retell myself or refigure out like who am I now like I don't know, like, who have I become or like, who am I? I'm struggling because I've put myself in so many different boats. And she was like, well, I can tell you who I think you are and you can tell me if you think this is helping you. And it was like a very interesting kind of way of phrasing it, but also in a way where she wasn't invalidating my thought process, but also being like, here's some help if you need it.
1: And first of all, it's extremely hard to find friends like that who definitely are willing to open out, say an hour from their schedule, and do that for you. Um, So first point to your friend, because that's amazing. But the second point, I think, is throughout this conversation, and throughout this example, one thing that you're, you're hearing through this is that you're going through that classic 20 something year old problem of what am I after college? Because There's so many boats that we've or themes of mental health that you go through, whether it's expectations, uncertainty, social life is a big thing as to like the friends I have now on a Friday night, I'm sitting and recording a podcast as opposed to going and getting a drink with a bunch of friends. And, you know, you're really looking inward for what the purpose of life is to kind of talk to people who have similar journeys or are in the same headspace is very important. Rhea and I talk about it all the time is we crave intellectual conversations with friends now, and it's so hard to find those kind of friends after you move out because everyone's on their own pursuit. Um, so for me, it's just been like if I have a friend who who's genuinely understanding, you know, kind of just saying, "Hey, do you have a minute? I want to talk." Just hearing back saying, "Yes, of course. Tell me what's going on." is a big big key or big hint
0: for me. And all of our lives are busy, but I think sometimes when it comes to something like mental health when you need the help, you have to reach out a little bit pointedly so that somebody knows how and if like they should make time for you so something like saying like hey, if you have a second i'd like to talk sometime this week or today, i'm not doing very well and i would like your point of view. Or honestly, just even putting it out there is like, I'm stressed. I need to talk about this. Um, I actually can't tell you how many times this past month that Apoorva and I have been like, uh, or like just like a simple, simple text of like, yeah, I don't really know what to do. And then we've made time to talk to each other. Like we live in Different countries, we made the time because the other person communicated their need. Well, I think we've taken up enough of your time today. And like Apoorva said, this is an ongoing conversation that we're really excited to have with you guys. Um, But this was a very raw and organic conversation from our end. So I want to kind of recap some of our main takeaways.
1: Number one being, keep track of your expectations. They can become a mountainous task, but the second you start to become aware of what is going on, The more you get to tone it down and appreciate the journey of life.
0: Number two, being have a good level of self awareness. Really pay attention to yourself, your body. Look for when you're like, you yourself are giving yourself the signs that like something inwardly isn't clicking and you just have to take some time for yourself to figure it out. Number three is. You can hit pause. You'd rather press pause before you hit rock bottom than hit rock bottom.
1: Lastly, number four is practice communication. It can be to yourself or it can be to others. But the first step is to face your fears. Look in the mirror, talk to yourself, look into the journal, write it down or talk to
0: your friend. So with that, we just wrapped up our first episode. And to be honest, I think we've barely even scratched the surface on what mental health is and how to promote mental health awareness. And once again, we will reiterate, we are not experts in the subject. We are just two 20 year olds talking about our experiences about mental health as a 20 year old going through life. Um, But we are excited to keep the conversation ongoing, bring in different points of view to just hear people organically talking about their journeys, hear how they have been able to progress and get different pointers, including someone who is actually studying, uh, getting a master's in psychology. So very excited, but tune in to keep listening.
1: With that out of the way guys, here is another random tip submitted by you guys on the community link. So this one is from Bincy, and here's a fun fact about her. She is Indian, but born and raised in Bahrain and currently lives in Portland, Oregon. So talk about an urban urban nomad. And here's her random tip or takeaway. Um, Take the time to learn who you truly are as a person so you can take care of yourself better and make the best decisions for yourself. I think that sounds pretty apt for what we actually said today. (laughs) So with that out of the way, guys, if you want to submit any random tip that is getting you through adulthood, the link would be available in the description box below. Make sure to like, share and subscribe and we'll see you next hump day.
0: Bye guys.